Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... Oh, so I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome to No Filler. I'm Travis. And I'm Quentin. And to kick off our What You Heard for August, here's a brand new single from Stereolab called Simple Headphone Mind. Here we gotta we we need to clarify some things here. It would seem. Um, yeah, we just found this out while we were listening to this track. Uh, this song actually came out in '97. Yeah, we we um. This is a lesson we learn all the time. You can't trust Spotify, man. No. But I mean, it's it's it is a new release in the sense that it was re-released. But you know. Yeah. So they're releasing a a, a volume. This is gonna be the fifth volume of their quote switched on compilation series uh they're dropping it september 2nd and it's called pulse of the early brain and they are re-releasing two songs from this 97 ep one of them being simple headphone mine which you just listened to and the next one's gonna be called trippin with the birds uh so, and this is a collaboration they did with, with a group called Nurse with Wound. Yeah, he goes by Nurse with Wound, but his name is Stephen Stapleton. So he is a experimental electronic producer, it sounds like. So, um, yeah, I thought maybe that female voice was was the nurse with the wound cue. <laughs> guess not. That is Stephen Stapleton. Hey, anyway. Trav, looks like they're coming to House of Blues in Dallas September 11th. Oh, man, that would be a great show. And Washington and Seattle, dude. The showbox. <laughs> Chillbox. You want to talk about like a laid back show? Like a stereo lab concert would be so like Yeah. Dude, you, I mean you you gotta you gotta make sure you wear your, your cardigan and stuff to that one. 
turtleneck <laughs> or something. Well, the Showbox is is my favorite venue in Seattle, and they're they're playing there September twenty fifth. I'll just I'll take our newborn with me. It'll be cool. Do it, do it. <laughs> Baby's first show. Um, but yeah, like when I think about Stereo Lab, and for me, I mean, I know this band's been around since the nineties. This group, like, I just kind of stumbled onto them this year. Uh, the the two records that I'm like kind of obsessed with her dots and loops came out in 1997 and Cobra and phases group play voltage in the milky night. Another great one, but it just exude like coolness. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same vibes I get from the sound carriers, which is why I love that band yeah. so much because they yeah. do it so well. Right. It's like that avant-garde type stuff. Avant-pop yeah. Pop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Almost like, uh, I just imagine like if you're hanging out at an Andy Warhol party, you know, yeah, dude, exactly. Right. Velvet Underground's going to be playing over in the corner, but any other room you go into is going to be playing this stuff. It, it fits. It fits in that decade, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a that's a new re-released single. The song again was called "Simple Headphone Mind," and um, yeah, look forward to that new that that compilation in September that'll drop if you're a fan of Stereo Lab. All right, so this is our what you heard for August, and depending on how things go, Q, depending on your schedule, you know. In between nursery rhymes or, or whatever, I guess babies probably, a newborns probably don't really care about nursery rhymes yet, <laughs> but whatever it is you're going to be doing, you know, we may or may not be able to squeeze in uh, what you heard for the next couple of months here. So this could be the last one, unless I can find some, some guests who would be willing to, to, to jump into this format, which, I mean, that's the thing about what you heard, man. Anybody can do it. Just bring five songs. What have you been listening to? I got I got to find I got to find some uh, stand-ins here. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be reaching out to past guests to kind of fill in the the twin void. Let me tell you something, Q. Nobody can fill your twin void. Well, isn't that sweet? Well, I'll I will be uh, very busy. For those who don't know, if this is your first time joining us, I am an expecting father, and he's going to be popping out any day now, dude. Fatherhood is is right around the corner for it's you dude. knocking like, on the door it could happen it could happen while we're recording this episode let's be honest about it i mean it's possible but i don't <laughs> think so i don't think we're there yet but we're, we're definitely getting there let's let me ask you this here if if it happens will you take your phone to the hospital and we can have a live birth uh, <laughs> recorded and, and i'll tack it on to the end of the episode sure yeah we're actually gonna okay. be playing we'll be playing uh some music in the in the birthing room that's something they allow so we've been making oh, really? a, a playlist oh man stuff you you've got to put we got to put that playlist on our on our spotify account <laughs> what is it it's it's a bunch of songs that we like that you know are kind of chill just so that so, so sarah can have something to to listen to while she's yeah uh, in between contra- contractions or whatever yeah we basically made the playlist for for the baby. I'm not going to, awesome. I don't want to drop the name yet. Cause half of my family still doesn't know his name. We're trying to keep it a secret. Until I mean, come born, on, dude, but... nobody in our family listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Plus by the time this comes out, your baby will be here. Very true. Very true. Anyways. So yeah, we will be spending a few nights in the hospital pretty soon. I feel like. Yep. With the newborn. So we wanted to squeeze in one more episode. So we figured we'd go ahead and just knock out this August what you heard episode, uh, which is our monthly mixtape, where we bring we each bring five songs, each just songs that we've been listening to over the past month, in between our 
regular episode format. Yeah, and since we're recording this one a little bit earlier than usual, I you know I typically have a few more weeks to get my selections narrowed down, but um, I think I found some good stuff here. So let's just jump right into it, dude, because I know you're I know you got a lot of things going on over there with uh, the you know baby watch in full swing. We've got my mother-in-law in town. She's staying with with us the whole month of August to help out, so it's pretty awesome. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that is cool. Yep. Yep. All right, dude. So what you got? How are you going to kick things off for us? Well, let's take a quick break first and we'll come back and play my first track. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So Trav, I actually have used BetterHelp in the past and it was a really, really great experience. I loved my therapist. He gave me a lot of great tools that I still use to this day. You know, without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. Good news is, therapy does work. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be, really. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and you would like some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever it is you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And we've got a special offer for No Filler listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash No Filler. That's BetterHelp.com slash No Filler. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, so... This is a group that I've been sitting on for a long time. Um, I, I first kind of stumbled upon them when doing research for our Doomgaze episode. You know, since we've covered the last couple of weeks, we've covered some Doomgaze bands, right? So I've been thinking about and sort of in that realm. And I remember these guys as band, a, a band that kind of came up in, in, in you know, various threads, uh, discussions about Doomgaze. I think maybe a song or two maybe kind of falls under that realm. But I mean, I think these guys are just, for the most part, just a heavier, darker post-punk band. They kind of remind me of like Interpol or something like that, along the same vein. Um, But what's cool about them is that they're from Dallas, Q. Sweet. So this band is called True Widow, and um, they were formed in 2007 in Dallas, Texas, Q. Their sound is sort of a mashup of drone, post-rock, and shoegaze, right? So yeah, uh, let's just jump right into the tune here, and I'm going to try to pronounce this, and I'm I'm not going to do it correctly, but the name of this song is called Thurgist. Thurgist? 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 Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. It's off of their 2016 album, Avalgir. They're not going to make it easy for me today. (laughs) But here we go. Again, the song is called Theurgist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that the vibe that they they throw out in, in most of the songs on that album? Yes. Yeah. Um, but like you know, like like they were saying, or, or like I was describing their their music earlier, like reminds me of the 2000s era post punk stuff, right? And they formed in 2006, 2007, so that's around that time, right? But like, not all of their songs are that like straightforward as far as like a, a easy rock melody, like straightforward, right. yeah, know, yeah, kind of upfront rock melody like that. Yeah, with, yep. with that riff and stuff. So yeah, it's interesting because when you look at their um, fans, also like pink shiny ultra blast there they are oh dude all right that's hilarious man i'm looking at another band that shows up auto lux i'll just go ahead and play my first song dude because it's from that band okay perfect <laughs> but anyway they're, they're like in the same camp i guess uh, uh you know as far as like hey if you like this you might like this but i just think that true widow is a post-punk band that's a little bit darker and like you know a little bit more like reverb drenched and stuff like that yeah. Which is maybe where the shoegaze comparisons come from, but anyway, I just I, I like them. They're they're a really straightforward, um, approachable kind of post punk band, in my opinion. So, all right, Q. Well, I'm gonna th- I, like I said, dude, I'm off my game right now. You know why? <laughs> because it's one thirty seven p.m. We're used to recording in the evening. Yeah, which so it's eleven thirty seven up here. So it's an early recording. Well, like I said, dude, I'm gonna I'm bringing a song from Auto Lux. So yeah, so these guys came up around the same time as True Widow. Uh, they formed in 2000, uh, but this is a group that, quote, samples equally from electronica, noise pop, post-punk, and shoegaze. Just going to let the music speak for itself. So uh, I'm bringing a, a song from an album called Future Perfect that came out in 2004. Man, th- this whole album's fantastic, dude. I'm a big fan of it. So I'm going to play track seven off the record. This song is called Robots in the Garden. just the chaotic heavy distorted feedback kind of chaos that happens at the end there and that's such a like classic riff that 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 melody right there yeah yeah what makes that shoegaze you know what i mean that's what's interesting to me yeah i've had about it seems like that term just gets kind of thrown around yeah i know Uh, (laughs) why i can't stumble (laughs) upon a band 
it seems like, that doesn't have the shoegaze term thrown on them. <laughs> it's weird. It's kind of like... I think it's... Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. You know how you don't... Like, say you, you, buy a, you buy a new car or something. You're driving a, a different model car that you've mm-hmm. never driven before. And then as soon as you hop on the road, you see that car everywhere. I feel like that's happening now with the word shoegaze and every group that I get into. It's certainly happening with the term twee pop remember we were like we discovered that like earlier this year or last year maybe and then all of a sudden it's everywhere everywhere yeah dude. Uh, but anyway yeah it just seems like shoegaze is just one of those terms that gets loosely thrown around right and then like for example um now of course we're we're, we're listening to one song and be like i didn't hear any shoegaze in that song it's nowhere it's nowhere now dude it's not on okay. there. okay i mean well, and again i'm just listening to one album as well so yeah maybe they yeah, maybe from one album to the next, it's a bit more shoegazy. Right. But no, not on this album from two thousand four. But well, anyway, again, man, great. It it's great a great record. Song. Yeah, really good record too. So give give that a listen again. That was Robots in the Garden off of Future Perfect from Autolux. Pass it back to you, brother. What you got? What you've been heard? Well, here's another band cue that has that term applied to him. I say him because I think it's like mainly one dude, um, and I can I can maybe see why. It's very fuzzy wall of sound, perhaps, but I think musically it's it's kind of like more a little bit um, maybe punkish, maybe a little bit, um, and that's mainly in like the guitar work. But his vo- vocals too are kind of shoegazy. There we go, dude. Here I am, just tossing it around like it's <laughs> like it's nothing. But here's a good here's a good track. This is an artist that goes by the name Hotline TNT, and yeah, it seems like a relatively new band this this record in particular came out in 2021 called 19 in love and this song is called night lighter Awesome. Kind of feels like a, a little bit 
like what Narrowhead's doing, you know, like it's there's a great mishmash of alt rock and grunge and shoegaze styles thrown in there in a really fresh way. Yeah, it's definitely kind of in line. Yeah, like with what we're hearing right now with with indie indie rock bands, you know, it's kind of a return to it's a return to like the garage rock sound in some ways, and then it's like a return to the grunge, um, and like that bedroom kind of lo-fi fuzz is definitely coming back which was like what we were hearing a lot of in the 2010s when we had our music blog right yeah yeah so yeah um i know we say it probably every what you heard now but like this is a good time to to be listening to indie music right now indie rock bands are kind of um they're making good tunes again you know it's yep. kind of exciting like the rock band format is is um is is having sort of a, a comeback it's it's good times it's just, it seems like the output, there's a lot right now that's coming. You a lot of good stuff that's coming out of out of indie bands right now. I, I think this project, Hotline TNT, is, is mainly uh, this guy named Will Anderson. And I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, so apparently he released this on, um, you know, back in 2021 in October. And he, he put it on his YouTube account. And... He, he was making a statement, I guess, about the current music industry. And at the time, he he didn't put any of his band's music on streaming services. And at the bottom of his album's description, he simply states, We have no choice. We have to keep going. Cancel your Spotify subscription. <laughs> Which, uh, well, that didn't that didn't age very well. Here, here I am listening to it on Spotify. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Maybe he got picked up by a label or something like that. And they're like, yeah. Okay, well, um, we're gonna put it on Spotify, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, anyway, good good tunes. Uh, check them out, Hotline TNT. And again, he had he had an EP that came out earlier this year, so he is making new music. So if you like that, check it out. Throw it back to you, Q. What do you got for us? All right, so I referenced this playlist last month's What You Heard. That band I brought, Loop, that kind of alt rock. Kind of in the same vein as Band of Susans, a group from the 90s I brought, are featured on this playlist created by Fiddlehead called Fiddlehead Inspirations. So Fiddlehead is a super awesome, like, modern emo post-punk group. Uh, They have an album called Million Times that I'm a big fan of. And so I figured, you know what? They probably have a great taste in music. And sure enough, they do. There's a lot of great music on this playlist. Uh, and this is one of those bands that I found on here. This group is called Charade. And there's not a lot of about them out there. They haven't been releasing music for too long. I don't know how long they've been together. But they only have a handful of demos and little uh, EPs out at the moment. And they've got this really great, like... 80s new wave post-punk sound i'm going to play one of their singles from 2019 this song is called one more roll
Yeah, I mean, if I had to had to guess, I would have I would have said that was a, a song that came out in the eighties, you know. And I thought it was when I first heard it. And even the logo, the logo kind of has like a nineties vibe to it. But um, yeah, so this came out when twenty nineteen, and then it gets released on this little uh, EP that came out in twenty twenty. So it's featured with four more tracks. So they dropped it on this little EP afterwards. All great, dude. All sounds like this. It really does feel like something's happening dude, in the indie <laughs> music industry right now. Or in the indie... Uh, don't want to say industry. That's kind of a, How that's dare an oxymoron. You? How dare you? It, it just seems like indie bands are just... It's like it's like a free-for-all as far as like decades and influences that, that indie bands are, are pulling from right now. It's like... And I remember um, actually... The last two bands that we've covered, Pensy Slow and Spotlights, both talked about how their music is informed by all these various um, styles across a couple, you know, multiple decades or whatever. And then, you know, with streaming services and stuff, I don't remember which band kind of referenced this, but they were saying it's so easy and accessible music these days because of because of services like Spotify, where like you can, you know. Anything is available to you. And so if you're an indie band making music, you have access to Rock's entire collection almost going back to the 60s and stuff. In the age of streaming, yeah, man. It's just, you know, I'm discovering new groups from from all decades, really, every week. Yeah. But it seems like um, these indie bands are just, they're, 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 they're picking up where, where the genre left off in whatever decade you know, it came from or whatever, like Narrowhead, you know, we talk about Narrowhead making nineties era alt rock that sounds exactly like, but then also like better than the bands that were doing it back then. And then this group here, it's like, man, that sounds like an, like, like you said, like a, a new wave eighties song, like yeah. it's pulled right from it. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's interesting. I love really it. great, really great stuff I'm all about it. Yeah, so uh, again, if you like that song, check out their EP from 2020 called Twin Ring. That song's featured on there along with a few others. And again, that was a band called Charade. So I'm passing it back to you, brother. We're going we're gonna to rapid fire this, dude. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, I'm just going to... There's not much to say about this little known group called Pink Floyd. Who? But I'm playing... Uh, yeah. I'm playing a Pink Floyd track next to you, which... I don't often go this far back with my What You Heard skew, but um, I was sort of encouraged to listen to some of their early stuff, oddly enough, in an interview that I was doing where I was talking to this guy um, from New York, which is, you know, kind of a cool thing right now with um, the tech industry, at least, or, you know, an industry where you can work remotely, right? Oh, yeah, dude, I'm taking advantage of that. In the next couple of months, I'll be working from home full time. Anyway, so I was interviewing this guy from New York and he had like a, a bunch of guitars like in the Zoom background and stuff. And so we were just talking about music and whatnot. And uh, he was, yeah, recommending, uh, you know, listening to the first Pink Floyd record, uh, which is called The Piper at the Gates of, of Dawn. And he was more talking about how he, he loves uh, Sid Barrett, this musician musician named Sid Barrett, who was the original singer for Pink Floyd. Anyway, so I was kind of, you know, listening around and, and then I, I made my way to a couple of albums later called More. And this is their their third studio album, but it's also a soundtrack for a movie of the same name, 
which is interesting. So this is actually a soundtrack. Is that like a Purple Rain kind of thing? Nope, it's just a a movie that they were they were asked to do the soundtrack for. But um, a movie called More by this director named Barbette Schroeder, uh, a film about heroin addiction as drug fascination. Anyway, I was pretty surprised by this track, and I'm just going to play it, and I think it's going to speak for itself. So here we go. This song is called The Nile Song by Pink Floyd off of their 1969 record, More. that was pink floyd right (laughs) that's what i was that's why i was so surprised by it because it's so heavy yeah and i'm not i know we we're the same here i i really haven't gotten into pink floyd much at all like i you know i'm very familiar with the wall of course uh or dark side of the moon whatever yeah dark side of the moon i'm very familiar with but we know what they're known for right like we know the songs that everybody knows and you know what dude that's very similar to how it was for me with the Beatles before I dove into their discography, you know, post Beatlemania. Like, yeah, before hearing Rubber Soul or Revolver, 
I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, what was coming and like and what who they became, right? Like all I knew was the the mop top music, you know, like the the super poppy tunes. Yes, yeah, exactly. Well, with this with this track at least, like it just sounds like such an obvious predecessor to like what was to come with like heavier rock and stuff. Zeppelin's first record had come out earlier that year. Sabbath was right around the corner. Like, you know, this is the direction that rock was heading. But right. this is not the sound that Pink Floyd ultimately went with, obviously. Like, their stuff became so much more, like, psychedelic and... and uh, Very experimental. Know, and uh, and uh, progressive. Yeah. With, with, you know, kind of what they were known for. That's why it's, you know, it's always, it's always a good idea to go back and listen to the early stuff from bands, you know what I mean? Because it's... Sometimes you get kind of a, a different flavor. Like, they're more in their... Sort of like their raw, unformed, you know, shape or whatever. But that was David Gilmore singing, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, this is this is the first record that um, that the band did without Sid Barrett, and so that's you know significant, I guess. But anyway, so again, that song was called "The Nile Song" by Pink Floyd. Apparently, um, the band was not a fan of the song. Um, because people requested it over and over again. Apparently, there's a <laughs> lot, uh, like from a 1970 concert, uh, Roger Waters, he was quoted as saying, after somebody requested the song, he goes, okay, fine, wonderful, good, great, terrific, wonderful, the Nile song. Yes, never heard of it. Any other requests? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to be the most annoying thing about becoming a band that that's picking up in popularity. Because mm-hmm. they're like, shut up and play the hits. Yeah, exactly. All right, Q. I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you got? All right. Well, speaking of music from a group that is unlike most of their stuff, uh, I just discovered recently that a few of the members from Slow Dive kind of went into a different direction in, let's see, I guess this started, okay, yeah, they've been doing this since 95. Have you heard of a group called Mojave 3? That rings a bell. It's a ambient group, but I mean, not ambient to the point of like stars at the lid, but it's kind of like a, I don't know, like a folky country ambience. Hard to explain. But hmm. this is from Neil Halstead, Rachel Goswell, and Ian McCutcheon. So Slow Dive releases this album called Pygmalion in 95. Uh, I think I brought a song from there, Trav, when we when we covered Slow Dive. And it does become very ambient. And this was actually the last album of Slow Dives until they kind of reunited and dropped that self-titled in 2017, which is one of my favorite shoegaze albums. But anyways, there, Nick Halstead the main singer of Slow Dive, one of the main singers, kind of went into a more ambient direction. And it, I guess it was kind of the beginning of the end of the band. But members of the group that stuck around with him started this group called Mojave 3. So I dove into their a record of theirs from, from 2000 called Excuses for Travelers. It's, it's such a pretty album, dude. You're going to like this a lot. Um, and I, you know what, dude? I'm going to say this is going to be be the the big 180 of of this episode. So, again, this is Mojave 3 members from Slow Dive 
The album's excuses for travelers. The song is called Trying to Reach You. Sly guitar on this podcast. <laughs> so uh, don't get a lot of twang, I should say. But that's I think that was effectively done. Like, well done. I, yeah, I love this. And forgive me, Mitch, because uh, I know you're aching for Travis and I to, to get into country music. Uh, but this is like my this is my jam when it comes to to that country twang like i love the 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 quiet more like the ambient kind of country and it's it's few and far between dude it's hard to find but i've actually stumbled upon a few great uh like instrumental ambient kind of country stuff well yeah if you like this type of you know the more quiet kind of instrumental stuff with like a little bit of a twang to it right Mm -hmm. you should listen to a harold bud record came out in 91 called by the dawn's early light it's very similar as far as like that kind of twang to it, right? Yes, cool, dude. Yeah, I just went ahead and saved it on my on my favorites. You'll like it, dude. For sure. Yeah, cool. You'll like it. But yeah, man, it's a really, really pretty record. Really powerful stories that he tells in these songs, 
And I mean, it really is a, a almost a 180 from what slow dive is. You know, the, the one of the mm-hmm. one of the great shoegaze acts. You know, one one of the the founding. You know, like the forefathers yeah. of shoegaze. Really, like they right. they're in that that group of of artists. And yeah, they kind of split in '95 um, after they got dropped from their record label. And yeah, a handful of them stuck around with with Halstead and, and formed this group. And it's, yeah, really pretty stuff. Well, since you mentioned Stars of the Lid, I read something the other day that that um, I think you're, you'll be excited to hear, Q. So apparently, um, you know the dead Texan? I do. We featured them on, on this podcast. Yeah, I think we did an episode. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that record that they put out was never pressed on vinyl, and it's going to be released on vinyl for the first time which Dude. is kind of cool oh. but but that is um one of the members of stars of the lid yeah very cool dude that's gonna be that's gonna be great man all right well let me uh let me let me play my next pick here q i just you know clicking around bouncing from like you know similar artists kind of thing i don't remember how i got to these guys but uh this guy's vocal delivery really um is what caught my attention so this band is called ot O-U-G-H-T. They're from Montreal, formed in 2011. And, you know, kind of a post-punk indie band, really. Um, but his vocals are kind of, you know, David Byrne-esque. Nice. Talking Heads-esque, right? But he delivers a lot of emotion, too, behind his vocals. And this song is a good example of that. So let me just play this track here. This song is off of their 2018 record, Room Inside the World. This song is called Disaffectation. Coming through the cracks of a visionary sign You can take it if you like It's a wonder in the black
I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be a broken record, dude. But <laughs> that could have come out thirty years ago, man. Yeah. Well, um, but you know, let's talk about bands that, like, you know, over the last decade or, or so, that, that you know, kind of fall into that band. Like his vocals reminded me a lot of Win Butler, Arcade Fire. Yeah. And even like new some you know maybe some new wave type vocal styles too like the lead singer from like Tears for Fears or something like that yeah and I'm gonna throw uh, and I think I've, I've brought him up a couple times now the last few months but LCD Sound System too very similar vibes uh, vocally especially but the Talking Heads comparison a lot in some of their other songs where he does the classic like what you associate with david burns like vocal delivery but yeah i just something you know the music was great the drums are killer on that track yeah really good stuff the the, the uh, i love the sort of the, like the slowdown in the middle of that song and then it kind of picks back up anyway the lyrics were great too like he's singing about like taking you know medication and stuff to kind of like cloud his mind or whatever but yeah i just i was really captivated by his his vocal delivery it just kind of pulls you in and you know it's hard not to just kind of to, to pay attention, you know, with that kind of delivery. Yeah. But um, anyway, so again, that band was called Ott. That song was called Disaffectation. Came out in 2018 off the record Room Inside the World. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you have for us? All right, dude. Well, I'm glad that I did a little bit more research just now on the fly because I almost made the same mistake that you did earlier with that Stereo Lab album. Because I thought this was an album that came out in 2016. But no. So this is a, a, a group. Well, I think it's just one person. Her name is, or she goes by Rexy. I'm just going to read this little write-up here real quick. It says, born out of London's fashion-centric Blitz Kids scene. Don't even know what that reference is. Blitz Kids. Blitz, Blitz Kids. Rexy was singer Rex Naiman and Arith... Ar- Oh, hang on. And your uh-huh. <laughs> and a rhythmics band member Vic Martin. So, hello. Okay. Yeah, Arrhythmics. that's cool. Yep. Uh, it says running out of time, which was Rexy's only album, is the sound of cheap keyboards and drum machines, ramshackle playing, and Rex's heavy Cockney-accented vocals. So, okay. This is a very rare record that just got re-released a few years back. Came out in '81. Running Out of Time is the name of the album, and you're going to love this, dude. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going into it now knowing that it came out in 81. Man, it makes it so much cooler. So here we go. This is, again, a group called Rexy. The song is called Alien.
Yeah, that that synth sound has got such a classic like '70s synth vibe to it. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, this is coming out coming out of the '70s. You know, but yeah, like you said earlier, it's it's interesting that you you know wouldn't have been surprised if this was a a new group, right? I would not have been surprised at all if it, if it came out in 2016. So does she do that with most of her vocal stuff? Like kind of the, the yep. almost kind of spoken word almost? Yep, exactly. Kind of delivery, yeah. And we've talked about that obviously before. Like that's being done to the extreme with um, dry cleaners, that, that group. But that kind of style is kind of making a, don't I say making a comeback. Um, I don't think it was ever like super popular, but like that's certainly a style that that's being utilized right now, I think pretty well. All right, well, this is my last pick, Q. All right, dude. How are you going to finish it off for us? This song is pretty pretty dope, dude. Uh, I was surprised, a little surprised by it. It's got kind of some synth elements to it and female vocals, so it's kind of an interesting... I think it's a good segue from what you just played. But um, I don't know if we've ever really talked about this genre, but one of the one of the labels thrown on this band is... Krot rock, uh, Krot rock, Krot rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can, can is is considered Krot rock. Yeah, Krot rock, psychedelic, alternative, definitely some electronic elements um, from this band. They're called Exploded View. Interestingly enough, it is uh, at the head of the group is a Berlin-based political journalist turned musician. Annika is her name. So that's interesting. Uh, she used to be a political journalist and then decided to start making music, which I think is kind of kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. But um, this record is called Obey. came out in 2018. I'm going to play a track here called Dark Stains.
That was awesome, dude. I loved every second of that. Yeah, really cool, right? And, man, talk about Anna Lennox. I feel like she kind of sounds like her a little bit. Yeah. Lead singer from Eurythmics. Annie Lennox, not not Anna. Annie Lennox, yeah. And and speaking of, like, sing-songy, like, spoken word kind of lyrics, singing. We did not coordinate that, but I think that was actually a pretty perfect segue from from that last track. Um, But, yeah, total, like... Um, like new wave 80s darker synth kind of stuff yeah and like using the you know sampled sounds as as like that that beat you know every yeah, now that and drum, then that that yeah thing on the back that was giving cool. me some yellow vibes yeah i thought you about that I mean? too yeah exactly yep as in the it's, you know oh yeah from the ferris bueller soundtrack bow, yep. bow. We, uh, go back and listen to our ferris bueller episode we did a we did an episode on all the music from not all of it, but most of the music from Ferris Bueller. And we played the track from the movie and then an, another track. And I, I'm pretty sure we played a yellow song. Um, yeah, I don't remember the other one. In addition to uh, the one from the movie. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really interesting group. That was awesome, dude. Very kind of experimental. Um, a lot of different kind of sounds to, to, to their um, music. But that one kind of stood out to me because there was, you know, that was, that was a banger, as they say. Totally. Anyway. Um, I'll throw it back to you, Q. What are you going to do for us here to, to close us out? All right. I got a good one for us, dude. So this is a band called Ariel. Oh, dude. I, I played one of them. That's a, that, uh, I played one of their tra- tracks earlier this year. Oh, I really? Heard. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Uh, I wonder if it's the same one. Is it called Firefly? No. No. Okay. Well, I played a song off of their, their album, Winks and Kisses Melted. Nice. Cool. Well, I'm bringing a song from... Their 2007 record, The Battle of Sealand. Nice. So they are described as spacey, wistful dream pop. And uh, I like what it says here on their uh, Wikipedia page. It says, uh, band leader Jeremy Wren described Ariel's music by saying, it's loud, it's pretty, and you can dance to it. And uh, I mean, what more do you need to hear? Uh, so mm-hmm. there's two main members, Jeremy Wren and Andrew Marat. And uh, again, I'm bringing a, a song from their album from 2007, The Battle of Sealand. This is, I guess, really the first proper track on the record. Uh, the first song is an introduction. So this song is called Think Tank.
or 90s shoegaze, you know. I know they get Dream Pop, the Dream Pop label, but um, I'm also reminded of the Stone Roses. I know I talk about that group a lot, and you haven't really dug into them too much, but similar vocal uh, vocal delivery, I think. I was getting a little bit of, like if Longwave wasn't so sad. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I can see that. Which I, I know we covered their, my, my favorite album of theirs, The Strangest Things, which came out in 03. But yeah, that's a special record, man. I know, dude. I know. Yeah, one of one of those special groups to come out of that the garage rock revival of the early two mm-hmm. thousands. Anyways, uh, yeah, dude, it's a fantastic record. It's a blast to listen to. Um, you know, it's it's fast paced. It's fun. Like you said, dude, it's it's loud. It's pretty, and you can dance to it. Uh, that really does sum it up well. So I don't remember the song that you brought, dude. Was it, was it similar? Yeah, band? it's a, a totally different style because it, it actually features a, a, a female vocalist, like a a, um, a kind of a guest vocalist, I guess, that they've used a couple of times called Stella Tran. That's her name. Yeah, and their past members list on Wikipedia is, is it's quite the list, dude. So yeah, they, they have people come, come in and out all the time. Yeah, the song I played was from 2004 called Firefly. But again, very like one of the, I think I called it like one of the most beautiful shoegaze songs I've ever heard. Just her vocals were very like, very pretty vocal delivery. Um, and the song itself just very, very melancholy and kind of very dreamlike. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, so, you know, give that song a listen if you, if you'd like. I believe that was from our first What You Heard of 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it was nice. back in January. So anyway, uh, well, yeah, hey, man, we did it. We squeezed two episodes into one week. Yeah, hopefully I can give you a, a, a week off, Travin, because I know you're, you know, you're doing all the, you're doing all, all the legwork, dude. Well, compared to uh, the the amount of work that you'll be doing as a new father, Q, this is nothing. So, but yeah, this is uh, possibly the last time the listeners going to hear your voice, Q. For a couple months. Uh, you know what? I'll find a way to, to make a pop in, you know? Okay. A little, a little Maybe we'll do a quick, in. you know, maybe episodes will be a little bit shorter. Because, I mean, hey, let's face it. You guys are going to have to put up with just me, possibly, here and there. If I can't find a guest to join me, it could be the Travis uh, Variety Hour. <laughs> and you're in for, for, who knows, dude. I mean, if I'm left to my own devices, it could be video game music. Probably going to be heavy metal, but you never know, <laughs> dude. Uh, so, well, whatever you decide to do, Trev, um, I'm grateful, and I'm sure our listeners are will be understanding. You know, yeah. Starting a new chapter in my life, new, new newborn um, life. You know, it only happens once, maybe for 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 some people, two or three times, four times, maybe for others. But, and I am lucky enough that that I won't have to start work until October. So I'll have a couple months to, you know, adjust and hopefully get him on a sleep schedule so that I won't be a zombie once I start work. And then, you know what? We'll uh, we'll get back to our regular format with your two favorite music-loving twin brothers very <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah, and you'll have plenty i'm sure to choose from actually what's funny it'll be your what you heard will just be a bunch of like you know what it's gonna be dude casper baby pants who i casper baby pants do you not remember who that is 
Why do I? Should I know who that is? That is the president of the United States of America. That is what oh, he does right. now. He makes kids' music. Oh man! But are you guys gonna play like you know? You, you can get those Metallica songs, but they're like they sound like lullabies, right? Eh, maybe. Uh, Radiohead. Uh, I know there's a Radiohead one. Let me tell you, dude. This kid is gonna be getting nothing but the They Might Be Giants kids albums. They release quite a. They have quite a few kids records. They Might Be Giants. Uh, and yeah, dude, I'm gonna give Casper Baby Pants a whirl. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, and I'm gonna make a special request for for the listeners who who are on Instagram because I'm gonna you know I, I need. I need input and, and, and some help, you know, over the next two months. Send me your requests. You know what I mean? What have you been listening to? What would you like us to talk about? And hey, maybe I'll do an episode on it. Otherwise, like I said, every episode is going to be a different Mashuga album unless <laughs> I get <laughs> some some suggestions. That is that a threat? That sounds like a threat. <laughs> if you're not careful, you're going to have to put up with Mashuga. <laughs> There are listeners out there who would love that, I'm sure. I don't know. I, I'd be interested to hear how many um, how many listeners are, are, are metalheads. I would love to know that. Yeah, because yeah, pr- probably a probably a small number. But anyway, all right. Well, yeah. Find us on Instagram. Just search for No Filler Podcast, and we'll, we'll pop up. Uh, and you can also, of course, find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. That's pantheonpodcasts.com. I'm going to interject here, Trev. We're going to do another outro. From from our dear listener Ken Fugati, because who's this guy? I think he is. You think he's you know, taking over the show? Or something? <laughs> well, this is from the same message he sent us last week. Oh, okay, uh, and you know we're recording these episodes pretty much back to back. It feels like, uh, and yeah, dude, I just dove into this other uh, artist that he he suggested for us. So he said, "Cosmic Doom" is how he described this style of music we played a song called eon rains from an artist called ramina as our outro for last week's episode is it last week's i don't know when this is coming out but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might be like you know a couple a couple weeks ago or something okay on our spotlights episode we outroed with with ramina and eon rains uh so for this what you heard we're going to outro with a song from a group called darker which is spelled d-a-r-k-h-e-r uh, the album that Ken Fugati recommended was called The Buried Storm. And the way he put it, both artists have the sound I've been searching for, not since Radiohead's Kid A. So in other words, like he hasn't felt this way about albums and artists since he heard Kid A by Radiohead. So that's a, you know, that's a bold statement. And from what I've heard so far from this artist in this album it's it's fantastic stuff dude i'm a big fan i need to dive a little bit deeper into it but we're going to outro us out with the first track on this record god damn it i don't know if you guys can hear that i have a self-cleaning cat box and i keep trying to pause the cleaning cycle does it announce when it's yeah it goes cycle resuming you're gonna hear that in the middle of the night and it that just means it's the beginning of the end, dude. If your robots <laughs> saying stuff like that in the middle of the night, like what what cycle are we talking about here? We've yeah, because we dude, we have it on a we have it on a schedule to where from like nine PM to morning it does not do a cycle. But yeah, so if I hear that in the middle of the mm-hmm. night, that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. That's trouble. The cycle has begun for sure. <laughs> so again, this is a song off of 
Darker's album, this actually just came out this year. Uh, the album's called The Buried Storm. This song is called Sirens Nocturne. Thank you again, Ken, for the tunes. Keep them coming, brother. And thank you for listening. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 